Another week has gone by and it's time again for the Moments with Matthew podcast. This week, we're going to ask the question, can I love too much? My intention for today's podcast is to make sure that we are able to have those moments when we know we are giving the love that we want to give and want to receive, but also that we are aware of the boundaries we need to set to make sure that our love is not taken advantage of or used against us. So let's get started. I've got my tea ready, and it is time for this week's episode of A Moment with Matthew podcast, Can We Love Too Much? Let me start this episode off by saying you will notice that there are some ads now, and I struggled with whether or not to have ads in the podcast, but I try to work hard for you, and if that adds a little bit of money for you to listen, I would greatly appreciate it, and I thank you for listening to those ads. Um, If I find that they are too distracting, we will go ahead and take them away, but for now, let's see what we can do and hopefully some of these ads align with our values. That's another measure of whether or not I will continue with these ads going forward. So let's start off with the question of this week's episode, can we love too much? My simple answer is no. There's no such thing as giving too much love. But what we have to think to ourselves is, what is the dynamic between the person I am giving my love to and myself? If it is an open, free exchange of love and compassion and kindness and care, then there's no such thing as too much love. So I I want to be very particular about that. You really do have to reflect and think upon your loving relationships. You have to think to yourself, am I giving this love out and it is being freely returned to me? Am, Am I following the love cycle that we have talked about before? Now, this does not... um go against anything I talked about of having that open, loving heart as you enter out into the world. Again, when you are spreading your love, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are walking through and skipping through the streets with butterflies and birds flying around you and telling everyone, I love you with hearts in your eyes. This is not that kind of love that I am talking about. It is really about can I go into the world with an open heart and an intention to spread my love, basically to show the world that I care about the world, about humanity, about single individual other human beings on this planet? Do I want the best for them? That does not mean 
We allow people to take advantage of us. That does not mean that we continue to pour forth love onto someone that turns it toxic and turns it back to us. That means those are the people we let go and we say, this is no longer working for me. I wish you the best, but I cannot be a part of your life any longer. That is the question you have to ask yourself when you are thinking to yourself, am I loving this person too much? A few years back, I was in a relationship with someone and it only lasted about two months. It was not a long relationship, but I was head over heels. I thought this was the one. This is the person I'm going to be with forever. I am having such a wonderful time. I am so deeply in love. But then the little red flags started to appear and I was noticing that I was pouring more love and attention onto them than I was getting in return. I also started to see that they didn't want to hang out as much, or if they did, it would involve me buying dinner for them. Um, and, and when I would say, would you like to go out and hang out, have dinner or go here or go do this? And they're like, oh, sure. Free dinner sounds great. Or a free trip to here sounds great. And at the time I was thinking to myself, oh, I I'm sure they're just joking. It's no big deal. But then as I started to think more about it and those red flags started to appear, I started to say to myself, this doesn't feel right to me. This doesn't feel like we have a mutually beneficial loving relationship for one another. I never wanted to say I love you, even though I felt it, it was not something I was willing to do. And that was another red flag because I was unsure, am I going to hear that back? And then I started to hear little things of, oh, I was out at Disney today and so-and-so gave me their phone number. It was just so weird. This random person told me I was cute or I was driving along today and I got someone's phone number. And then all of a sudden pictures of them out somewhere with the person they described and different um, things that continued to pop up and say, this just isn't right. And eventually they did say to me, hey, listen, I need to explore who I am and this isn't going to work any longer. I was devastated, sent into a little bit of a, a spiral for depression, but this is not a story to make you feel bad for me. This is really a story where I started to reflect on that idea of loving too much. When you enter a relationship, and I will say the current relationship that I am in is very loving, very supportive. It is a definite uh, love cycle going forward. I give out as much love and I get a great deal of love back. We are on the same wavelength of the love cycle. So I have no complaints there. And we did fall very quickly into a pattern of seeing each other, talking to each other, all the time, um, being together a lot. 
And they did, uh, you know, he did move in and things are going very well. We are very open. We are very communicative. And when there is a problem, we talk it out. So that to me, someone could say, well, is that too much love? Is that moving too quickly? And my answer to that would be no. Because we are sharing in that love cycle equally. We are on equal footing when it comes to giving out and receiving love from each other. The other story, that was too much love. I'm not saying that you need to limit your love. I'm not saying that you need to limit how much you care for someone, but I am saying you have to recognize those red flags. You have to recognize when your boundaries are being broken down. You have to recognize when you are not getting in return what you are giving out. So if you are showering so much love on someone, but you are noticing that you are not getting that love in return, it does not feel like you are on equal love footing with this person, then perhaps that is where you need to either say to yourself, okay, maybe I need to dial this back because maybe they're not as ready to express as I am, or I need to break away. There is nothing wrong with that. I still love and care for the person who a few years back broke my heart. But I do not love and care for them so much that I would put myself in that toxic position again. I love and care for them as someone who was important in my life, as someone who is another human being going through the journeys that they were going through, and I wish them the best. But it is not someone I would want to be in a relationship with. Because I deserve better than that. I deserve the loving relationship that I have right now because it is working on many levels for me. So you have to ask yourself, am I giving too much of myself that is not being returned? There are loving relationships where you can give the full amount of love you have And you are getting that back. That can be friends, families, loved ones, partners, children. It can even be your work spouse. I joke about that all the time. I have a work wife that I love and adore, and she loves and adores me. And we are on equal loving footing with one another. Same with my friend group. We give and receive love between one another. We know that we care about each other. We know that we support each other. We know that we have each other's backs at any time that it is necessary. And we are there to help pick up pieces when things go wrong. Otherwise, they wouldn't be our friends. This feeling of sharing too much love and not getting that in return really shows itself a lot in our friendships, 
sometimes sadly in our familial relationships and in our partner relationships. These are the three that for me are the biggest that I look out for. Now, I am very lucky and very privileged to have a wonderful family that loves and supports me. We may not always agree on everything, but the love is there and the love cycle is strong. Same with my group of friends and my current partner. I feel good in those situations. But let's be honest, as we learn to love and as we learn to understand what giving our love means and deserving having it given back to us as we need it, we make mistakes. We meet people who teach us lessons about how we move forward with love. And that is something to keep in mind. That relationship three years ago hurt. It hurt badly. It hurt more uh, more than I expected it to. Um, It it is what put me back on my uh, antidepressants and anti-anxiety. Clearly, that was a much larger issue than just someone I was dating for two months. Uh, It it was a lot of self-esteem issue and self-confidence issues that really just manifested through this relationship. So I do not blame that person in any way for what happened to me. Um, That was my own mental health issues coming to a complete head and saying, we have got some things to fix. But I do not regret that relationship in any way because I learned so much about identifying red flags, setting boundaries, and understanding that sometimes the love I give is not matched by that person. And it just may be, it's, I don't believe that people go into these things with a maliciousness. Now, obviously that is not true of everyone. There are people that do it. I understand that. But I do not believe that this person entered into the relationship to harm me. And I recognize there were other issues on their side that they were dealing with as well. But I learned some great life lessons from that pain. And it took me a few months of separation from that and some good medication from my doctor to really be able to reflect on what I was learning, what I needed to know, what I needed to take forward so that this pain would not happen again, or that I could recognize, hey, wait a minute, this isn't working. This is not the best situation for me or for them. And that's so important. You have to start to recognize, am I giving out more than I'm getting back? Or you have to recognize to yourself, am I being given more than I'm willing to give back? This is a flag for you to say, this may not be the person I need to enter this type of relationship with. 
There have been many instances where I have gone on dates or met friends. They were far more excited and far more into it than I was, and it had no fault of their own. It's just I was not ready to have that type of relationship. This was not the person I was connecting to on that level. So it's not always the other person that is the bad guy. And I don't want to say bad guy because that's not fair. Um, It's just a matter of we are not on the same wavelength, the same level of the love cycle. So that is not a partner match. You may find that it's a better friendship match. Or you may find that this was a great experience. You were glad you had some time with them, but you can go apart from one another. Be grateful for the time you had together and move forward on two very different paths. That's the important thing to remember. What do I need to notice and reflect on? Look for those flags. Look for the patterns that you have developed to answer some of these issues. Do you consistently, like I used to, find little bitty things wrong with someone so that you can say to yourself, nope, this just isn't going to work? They laugh funny. Their smile is crooked. One eye is bigger than the other. It could be the dumbest thing possible that anyone looking at you would say, what is your problem? Why are you being so shallow? And don't get me wrong, I had those moments. I had a lot of those moments. But it's the time that I started to realize that by doing that, I am saying that I haven't done my work, that I am ready for this type of relationship. If I am being that particular, then I am not ready. What is the work I need to do? And I'll tell you what, that work was my own self-love and my own confidence because that is where I was lacking. That is what I needed to work on. Then when I started to work on it, I started to notice, hey, wait a minute, this kind of relationship is throwing up red flags to me. Once I started to work on my own self-care, my own self-love, and my own confidence, I started to recognize what I did not want to see in a relationship. Because too often, I would accept whatever came my way because I was just so desperate to feel like I had a connection with someone. So either I was giving off too much love or I wasn't giving off the amount of love the other person was. When you are noticing that your love cycle is not in the same, that is when you have to say to yourself, there's something wrong here. 
That does not make you the bad guy. That does not make the other person the bad guy. It just means that your love cycles are on two different frequencies and it is not a match for you. That doesn't mean you can't be friends. That doesn't mean you can't be acquaintances. It doesn't mean that you can't say, you know what? This was great. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for uh, being a part of my life for a little bit, but I think it's time to move on. All of those are okay. But you have to recognize and you have to see and you have to be cognizant of where that loving energy is going. Is it matching? Is it not matching? Is it right? Am I, you know, seeing that these frequencies just aren't working and you're going to see those red flags appear? Don't ignore them. Make note of them. Reflect on them. Journal on them if you would like. This is a great way to understand if this is a right match for you. You can still go out in the world with that open heart, which is really what I want you to do. Loving humanity, loving people, sending out as much love from you as possible. Be that beacon of love. But that doesn't mean that every person you meet is going to be a person that is connected to you for the rest of your life. Those are reserved spots for people whose loving energy matches yours. My view of the world is we should all have our open hearts. I, I, I kind of liken it to the Care Bear stare for those of you that remember the Care Bears. And they would shoot out their loving kindness uh, from the little uh, icons on their chests and tummies. And it was great. It was wonderful. And when they all worked together, things improved and things got better. I love it. So you're sending all of yours out. Everyone around you is sending their love out. And that is what makes the world a better place. But when it comes to who are going to be your closest best friends, who are the family members that you love and choose to be around, and I mean biological and chosen family, and who are the partners, the friends that you want around you, those are the ones that your loving energy matches the best with and you offer awesome things for one another. That is what we are talking about. That is the love I want you to be aware of. Keep your heart open. Spread your loving energy. Absolutely. But notice when the loving frequency works together with those who are around you to ensure that that is a loving connection of someone you want to keep in your life. So the answer to the question is, no, there is no such thing as loving too much. There is just a matter of does my loving energy matches theirs to ensure that we will go forward in life together? And that's what I want for you. I want you to walk out of your house, out into the world, spreading your loving energy to all the world, 
but I want you to find the right loving frequency matches for those you want to keep around you. Those who deserve to be in your life. Those who deserve to be showered in the love that you have to offer and are showering you in love in return. That's what we all deserve. That's what you deserve. That's what I want for you. And I love you. Well, we've reached the end of another session of A Moment with Matthew podcast. We are in our first season. This is episode seven, so I'm very excited. I'm debating on whether it should be a 10-episode season or a 20-episode season. I guess it depends on what all I have to talk about. I'm leaning more towards the 20 episodes, but we shall see. So we will continue this next week. I am so excited to hear your uh, comments and your reviews. So please leave those for me. I love to read it. Please connect on my social media. You can find that at the Moments with Matthew uh, Instagram. You can click on the link in the bio and it will have all of my social media, including my TikTok, Facebook. It will also have my blog and my YouTube channel. I am so glad that you joined me this week and thank you all for being here. And I will talk to you next week on a Moment with Matthew podcast. Thank you.